We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi everyone, this is Kelsey Jones, Executive Editor of Search Engine Journal, and I'm here today with Dino Dogan, the founder of Triber. Dino, thank you so much for joining us today on Marketing Nerds. Oh, thank you for having me, Kelsey. It's great to be here. So, you know, Triber is something that I've used and heard about for a long time, and I thought it'd be really interesting to hear from you kind of the backstory of Triber and how it got started um, and how it got to be, you know, such a crucial part of many marketer uh, marketer strategies online. Yeah, you know, we started uh, um, the ideas germinated in my mind uh, back in the uh, early days of social. Uh, we're going back like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, uh, when when the online culture sort of shifted from a backlinking culture that we all know and love, and that's what SEO is hugely based off of, mm-hmm, uh, yeah. into this like more of a social culture. Right, where Twitter and Facebook around 2009, 2010, it started gaining in popularity uh, a, a whole bunch, and all of a sudden, you know, no longer did you have to be a content creator in order f- uh, to backlink to someone. Now you can be an ordinary person without a blog, without content, and you can just share it on Facebook and Twitter. So that that was a tremendous shift. And then, you know, fast forward four or five years later, BuzzFeed recently reported that um, uh, the um, uh, social shares mm-hmm. exceeded search traffic, right? Wow. So, yeah. I mean, we've seen that shift coming from a mile away, and we've tried to build a platform that helps people get more shares. And that's really where the whole thing started. Uh, I used to do a lot of SEO um, I even dabbled in some gray hat stuff. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. No, well, back then it was like, you know. Yeah, everybody did it. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. and, um, and uh, but the social is the piece that really helped me build my community around my blog, then build a company from that point forward. And uh, I was like, hmm, how do I scale this? And there wasn't such a tool that allowed me to scale, you know, monitoring all my favorite bloggers and sharing their content and commenting on their content. There was no tool for me to help me scale that. Uh, So we built one. It's called Triber. Yeah, it's so interesting to kind of see how just regular people that are just super savvy at social media end up being these huge, you know, entities and presence on, you know, Instagram. I read an article about a fashion blogger who gets up to 10 grand per Instagram post from brands just because she's so influential in that industry. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that remarkable? Yeah. It's just insane to me that, and it makes an impact. I mean, I'll read bloggers or I'll see their posts online and if they like it, I feel like I know them well enough that maybe I would like it too. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's a very interesting shift. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, how has Triber kind of evolved in, in the space and what are you focusing on now? Well, we're focusing on raising money. Um, but uh, uh, the other thing that we're uh, really focusing on in terms of the product, which I'm sure that's what you meant, 
Yeah. What we're focusing on is communicating. Communicating. Uh, it's funny that I messed up that word. <laughs> communicating. Uh, I talk English goodly. Uh, communicating our core value proposition, which is really to help you get more shares. So um, we've uh, done away with a lot of the features that uh, didn't directly contribute to that. We're rolling out Triber 2.0 in a few months. So uh, all of our work is really revolving around, A, communicating our value proposition, get mm -hmm. more shares, and then helping people. We always wanted to accomplish this. Kelsey, when you went to uh, like a water park when you were a kid, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. No one had to instruct you on how to go down a water slide, right? Yeah, you just, just kind of right. You just knew. You mm -hmm. saw the other people. You follow the uh, uh, the environment's uh, signals. You know, go up these stairs. Wait in line. Wait till the guy tells you to go down. You go right. Mm -hmm, exactly. Uh, don't forget to have fun. Um, and we always wanted to build Triber uh, to be kind of like that, but for content marketing. Just like you don't have to be some kind of an expert content marketer. You don't have to know. Oops, sorry, didn't mean to hit my microphone. I got <laughs> excited. It's okay. You don't. You don't need to uh, uh, be an expert content marketer. You just need to create good content, and you need to share good content. And as long as you do that inside Triber, we can help you be. Uh, a more effective content marketer without having you to like learn this whole new skill. We always wanted to do that. We just never succeeded at it because our UX is kind of crappy. Um, but I, I think with the new platform that we're rolling out, uh, I think we're going to get much closer to that. It's a pretty exciting time. Yeah, one of the things I like about Chiber that I think is the same for content marketing strategy as well is that um, it allows you to be really uh, niche as possible. So, you know, some of the recommended tribes that Triber is telling me I should join, you know, are small women, small business owners, which is what I am, you know, mm -hmm. really specific things about my area or interests. And I think that's really cool. And I think that that's also a strategy that most businesses should have for their content marketing as well. Yeah, yeah. We have over 100,000 tribes uh, at this point. And, um, uh, you know, you can always join multiple t uh, tribes and whatnot. But if you can't find the tribe that really fits you, build one. Yeah, exactly. That's always been our philosophy. So when Triber started, was it a pretty slow um, gain to get to 100,000 tribes or – did it happen, you know, right at the start? What was that growth like? It was really interesting. Um, so uh, the uh, first few hundred members of Triber came from my blog. Um, and um, I, I was lucky enough where uh, a few of those, uh, a lot of those, a uh, few hundred people were actually quite influential. They were all bloggers themselves or at least podcasters or something to the effect. Um, and they all had audiences of their own. So they joined Triber. They built their own, own tribes. They invited their friends to uh, join Triber and whatnot. Um, so much so that about six to eight months um, into Triber's existence, we got on the Twitter's radar uh, for like just pushing so much content. And they were like, you guys need to quit that. <laughs> so we had to sort of, you know, uh, back off and, uh, uh, you know, change some stuff around and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, 
you know, for Twitter to notice this about, you know, eight months into our existence was kind of, kind of huge and was a, a pretty quick growth initially. Yeah. I mean, it seems like I kind of heard about you guys pretty early on and thought it was a cool idea. Um, but one concern I had was, you know, like with anything cool, there's always people looking to exploit it, you know? Mm -hmm. So how have you guys kind of handled, um, cause I think you do a good job of not having spam in the tribes. I mean, at least the tribes that I've been involved with, there hasn't really been spam. Is there anything specific that you guys have done to kind of make sure that it stays as a organic community where you can promote content that people would actually be interested in versus, you know, those spammers out there that just share anything that they have? Yeah. So I found it really surprising and you're absolutely right. You, you just, I, I didn't think that anyone would trade in their reputation for a few shares, mm -hmm. right? I just didn't think that was effective. Uh, I, it, it never occurred to me that people would actually do that, but you're right. Uh, people would go in and they would in fact share anything in order for, you know, in order to get more shares. Um, so one of the ways in which we handle that is we removed most of the uh, sharing automation. It's still the easiest way to share content online, I think. Mm -hmm. You don't even have to click on a button to share. You don't even have to schedule stuff. It automatically queues it up and staggers it. It's like there's so much that's been made easy um, uh, that it's still super easy. So when I say it removed some automation um, – some people might find that surprising because it still feels so uh, seamless, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so that was one way. We removed some of the uh, sharing automation. Uh, another way is, uh, you know, you can always leave a tribe. You can join other tribes. You can build your own tribe. So whatever bad apple exists, A, it can be removed from the tribe by the chief, or you can leave the tribe yourself, or you can build a tribe of your own with uh, uh, highly vetted people, which is what I always recommend to people. Um, so there's there's few of these steps that we've made uh, to make uh, make it a uh, really not worthwhile to a share bad content because there's so much good content to share, uh, and then b to remove yourself from situations where you know if you do encounter a spammer. Um, uh, you know, you don't have to be there. And then, oh my God, Kelsey, our community is so good at reporting that stuff. Oh, awesome. Like as soon as it happens, uh, uh, you know, somebody's like Facebooking me or tweeting me or emailing me saying, hey, this guy looks like a spammer. Ban him. <laughs> and then the hammer comes down, you know, we ban him and it's all good. That's good. Yeah. I think that's one thing that the Triber community is different from other I don't know, platforms that have tried to do the same thing is it seems like it's pretty good at being self-policing and keeping the spammers out. So it's definitely a good thing. Yeah, we try. Yeah, it's, it's an uphill battle always, but we try. Yeah, for sure. So another thing that I, I wanted to touch on a little bit more is um, I often recommend Triber to people that kind of want to increase their online you know, presence and branding. And I think Triber is great for that, both for sharing content, so you're kind of a resource in your industry, and then also getting to know people and having them share your content. What do you think um, are the most important factors of using Triber to kind of help, you know, maybe our marketing, marketer audience out there, business owners, um, kind of help with their online branding? 
Well, yeah. So, uh, you know, first of all, the online branding thing is uh, kind of a newfangled idea to begin with. Uh, and I'm a huge supporter of it. Uh, I've benefited from it. And in my mind, um, you, you ask yourself a question, do I want to get paid for what I do or for who I am? Hmm. Right. Yeah. And um, let's say, um, you know, you deliver a talk on leadership. Uh, you get paid for speaking for 30 minutes uh, on stage in front of people. You can get paid for what you did. But Colin Powell gets paid six figures to do the same because of who he is. Yeah, interesting thought. Right? Mm -hmm. So in, in terms of uh, your personal branding, in terms of uh, being uh, some kind of an online personality, it's so hugely important to uh, essentially – Try and angle yourself and position yourself where you're making a living for not what you do, but for who you are, right? And that's where online branding comes uh, real handy. Um, and then, of course, you're right, Kelsey. You have to, A, produce great content and, B, share great content, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. So uh, Triber's built for you in that sense because we help you, uh, A, first curate people, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, as you tribe up with these people, you can curate the content that you share to your Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and so on. Um, and uh, that, you know, that helps you leave a really great digital trail that people can follow back to you essentially. Um, so Triber helps you in terms of uh, curating real quality content. And then, of course, when you write great content, you know, it, it – Kelsey, you know this. You're a content creator, right? Yes. When, when you create this really great piece of content, you work on it for weeks sometimes, and it's been germinating in your mind for months perhaps, and then you finally let it out into the world and nothing happens. Yeah, it's, it's the biggest letdown. <laughs> oh, it's so painful, right? So, so when you uh, find, when you do create a, a piece of great content, you certainly want that content to get shared as much as possible. And of course, that's the whole purpose of Triber. Yeah, and I think what helps me too is so most of my close friends aren't anything to do with marketing, so I mm -hmm. can't really help them or ask them to share my content. And so, one thing that I think is really cool about Triber is that even if maybe people that are in your immediate close circle aren't, you know, doing what you do, it's cool to kind of have really a tribe, like, like you call it, of people that are like-minded that just want to help you out and you want to help them out. And so I think that that's really the most unique thing about Triber from my experience. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I, that's, that's exactly sort of the point of the whole community. And going back to the, you know, the idea of personal branding, I, you know, a couple years ago, I moved from being in a company with, I had a partner to just, you know, branding myself and my name as an expert. And it really helped me, um, you know, get jobs just because I was published on certain outlets or somebody asked me um, if they could interview me or whatever. And I really think that, you know, Triber had a part in that as well, you know, with my social media strategy. Oh, that's um, great to hear. Yeah. So do you think, you know, and this might repeat what we've already talked about, but um, do you think it's important that people sort of brand themselves, even though they're maybe part of an agency or still part of a company? 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's just hugely important. Uh, I think a lot of people don't feel comfortable being essentially the front man, uh, being Dave Lee Roth to uh, Van Halen, <laughs> basically, right? Yeah. Um, but if you do feel comfortable uh, doing that, and maybe may, you know what, maybe you think you're not going to feel comfortable, but then you do it and you find out, yeah, this feels fine. Um, so I, I think it's just hugely important. It positions you to be uh, an influencer, an authority in your niche. Um, and uh, I see like real estate agents doing it, uh, and they're being just massively successful with it, uh, and transitioning into, uh, roles that where they're actually helping, uh, other real estate agents, uh, um, uh, you know, with their online presence and stuff like that, which is just, uh, it, it's a tremendous, uh, tremendous opportunity for us to utilize this digital medium to, uh, advance our careers. It's, it's, it would be, a, uh, a huge mistake to miss out. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, to kind of wrap it up, I, it always, I think, is useful to our audience whenever our guests kind of give, you know, some specific key steps or key takeaways um, for what we've talked about. So let's say, you know, there was somebody, maybe a recent college grad or somebody that's kind of just getting into starting to bring themselves online. Where do you think they should start when it comes to using Triber and then just in general? When it comes to building up, you know, their own themselves as a brand. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um, there's so many opportunities out there. There's so many platforms out there: Snapchat, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Uh, and they all have sort of uh, slightly different audiences and slightly different reason while people are there. Now there's like Periscope and Meerkat, which is like real-time video. You can see what I'm seeing at the at the same time. That's like incredibly voyeuristic and attractive at the same time. So I, I think if if I'm a college graduate uh, and uh, entering this space, I'm, I, I should be thinking about what medium suits me the best. So I think you mentioned the fashion blogger earlier. So it makes perfect sense for, I assume it's a her? Sure, yeah. For, yeah, for her <laughs> to be on Instagram, right? Um, yeah. Um, and and um, so, so you, you got to figure out your platform uh, and start from there. You know, I always uh, recommend to people to have a blog. You need to have your own home. It's a renting versus um, uh, owning argument, mm -hmm. right? Um, yes, Instagram is cool. Yes, Facebook is cool. Yes, Snapchat is cool. All those uh, platforms are great, but you're renting space essentially, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You need to, that. right? Uh, when you capture an audience, you need to send them somewhere where you own access to them. And that somewhere is your blog. And when I say own access to them, you need to somehow capture their email so that you can keep uh, – this is almost a dirty, dirty word in uh, non-marketing circles. But you have to keep marketing to them. Um, We've all seen examples of uh, brands and companies and individuals being kicked off Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and so on. So I've banned people on Triber, right? Mm -hmm. So when you get kicked off, uh, uh, what do you do? you got to have a home that is acting as the narrow end of the funnel for all of your activity online. And that home is your blog. So um, I, would, I would definitely include a blog in your digital presence and online branding strategy. Awesome. Good idea. 
Okay, well, thank you so much, Dino, for joining us. I think it was a really helpful to learn about Triber and how it grow, grew and then um, personal branding as well. Uh, Kelsey, thank you for having me. This has been a pleasure. Again, this is Kelsey Jones, executive editor at Search Engine Journal and Dino Dogan, founder of Triber. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.